Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Two hundred thousand years ago, give or take a few centuries, man made his first appearance on Earth. He didn't make a very good impression. In fact, on a scale of ten for intelligence, he rated minus two. But then, something happened. By a pure freak of nature, a different kind of man-child made his debut. And the world has never been quite the same since. The trouble is, uh, you're a man. Man? Right. A dead end, a non-starter, a knuckle-dragger. After years of hysterical research, here is the inside, outside, and upside-down story of O, the missing link, and his earth-shattering evolutionary adventures with Igwa the dinosaur, Croak the pterodactyl, and a multitude of weird and wonderful creatures Charles Darwin never even heard of. Water. I'm gonna crisp you! Bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves, bringing in the sheaves. Kids today. the most unique film experience of your life if you miss The Missing Link, a new film by Pisha. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
can all go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. Uh huh. Oh uh, yeah. Oh uh -huh, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> oh. Let's mute that. <laughs> That's the uh, awful opening of BC Rock. Even the opening. Welcome. Even the opening credits are horrible. Welcome everybody. <laughs> A week late to Movie Sucktastic. That's Episode okay. Two hundred and something. Two hundred thirteen. Uh, Lucky thirteen. <laughs> yes, the the last night I will be in my thirties. Ha! <laughs> Welcome to old age, bitch. <laughs> Scott is a little. I guess the right word would be soused. This should make for a fun. fun. No, I mean older than you. Yeah, that's what you meant. Uh, oh sure. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <sighs> so, so welcome to Movie Fantastic. I'm yes. Scott, and that's Joey. Hey, hey, hey. hey. So, and, and this a... begins first official episode of Movie Sucktastic. Hold on, the fan is blowing wind in my microphone. The first ep first ever Movie Sucktastic listener appreciation episode. Yes, it is. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it's it a is. Milestone. It's a mile. You sure is. Um, <laughs> we're doing a double feature tonight because we did miss last week. We're not doing two yeah. separate episodes. We we could have done that, but we're not. We're just compiling both movies into this one episode. Because they're not going to take that long. No. <laughs> Let's put it this way. Uh, the runtime of both of these movies combined is about as long as one regular movie. <laughs> you, or half an avatar. Or half an avatar, yeah. Uh, the BC Rock is only about... 78 minutes, 80 minutes or so, and thanks killing, excuse me, is only an hour and six. <laughs> 68 minutes to the laypoke. Uh, yeah. So the the listener request is BC Rock was, uh, or the missing link, as it's all also known as. Um, in in, in, in non-fucked-up country languages. Yeah. Um, that was recommended or requested. I don't even know what I meant by that. Never mind. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm just letting you go. Okay. It's better when I let you go. You um, can't stop me, motherfucker. No. No, I can't. Because <laughs> uh, you're all the way over there. Yeah, I'm over here. I'm over there. I'm, you're I'm over here, and I'm, I'm over there. I'm over here now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm over here now. I'm over here now. Um, so th it was requested by Gino Cuddy. Yes. A fan of the show. And Thanks Killing was, was requested by uh, Janie Carroll. Who owns the the Rabbit's Den Tattoo Shop? Uh huh. And that was re uh, requested by her. They're responsible for this tattoo right here. The uh, uh, the Gonzo. Oh, I'm gonna fall off the chair showing it, but yeah, right there. That's okay. Yeah. It's upside down, so no one knows what it. And, what, and what when that I was. get my um, Picasso's um, Don Quixote, they will be responsible for that too. Nice. Absolutely, very yes. nice. Um, so to start off, we're starting so off. Cool. With just Google Rabbit's Den Tattoo and you'll find it. Oh, it's in, it's uh, 120 Main Street, Milltown, New Jersey. And if uh, you don't live in New Jersey, just Google it. Just Google it. Scott's favorite uh, search engine. Google it! 
Wow, I scared myself there. Sorry. Don't puke anyway. on. Don't puke live on the show again. Don't puke. Stop that. You, Only one vodka, and, and you, you, and you, you and your faulty counting. Chocolate whipped vodka. Yeah, I've listened to that episode over again, and you should have stopped me at fifteen. I don't know what the hell your problem was. You know, I really don't know. I'm a, I'm listening to it was like, and you let me drink again? What the hell, Joey? Joey? You said you could take it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but you know I'm full of shit. But I had. About 15 shots myself. You, you weren't even close to what I had at that point. I still, you know, I still have the uh, the tally, the um, the Oscar yeah. ballot. You that showed the all the ones Oscar I got wrong tally. and how many I had to drink. Yeah, yeah. You think you know how many you had to drink? So you listen to the show again. Okay, keep going. <laughs> I had a lot. Yeah. I, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. I could hold my no. liquor better than you. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot. And, yeah. For you, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't have more. What episode was that? 63. Our our first Oscar episode, right? Second second episode. That was our that was second. the first time we live streamed it. But it was our second Oscar episode. Oh no, that's not true. That's not true. The first no, it's not. time it's the second second Oscar episode. It's the second time we did that. Yeah, the first one the video was lost, which is unfortunate because yeah, I really liked that year because we sat in front of my gigantic television. Right, and that was the year when when um, Sean was tweeting during the Oscars. Oh, and and yeah. he lo- and he announced the, the um, human uh, centipede. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, the human centipede. Is like, That's not a real film, Sean. Seriously. So that was. Yeah, because the only picture that we saw was the one girl sewed her, with her mouth sewed to the other girl's ass. That was the f- one frame. It's like that human was centipede. Like new, that was like just being released then, and, and Sean tipped us to it. Yeah, we're, we're like we have to see this. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the second Oscar episode and tell me that Joey drank even a quarter of what I drank that night. I had around fifteen shots. You <laughs> bullshit. Anyway. <laughs> Well, we anyway, have we have video that I can't post because YouTube keeps taking it down. So we would be able to count on the video. Mm-hmm. I, I'll watch the video and I'll count. Yeah, you do that. I, I will do that. You fucking watch <laughs> me. Meanwhile, we're Meanwhile. reviewing our, our listeners' picks. Now, these picks are outside of our realm of rules. So these picks do not have to be theatrical releases. Correct. And they don't have to be even remotely good. Which they're not. <laughs> well, well, we'll save Thanksgiving for when we do it. Because <laughs> that's one of those, well, when we get anyway, to it, we get to it. But BC yeah, so Rock, now, the biggest that, problem... Well, hold on. Okay. So BC Rock's the first film we're reviewing. It's the first film we're reviewing. Okay. And the, now, what's playing in the background right now, sir? BC Rock. Okay, thank yes. you. Yes. One of the biggest problems I had with BC Rock... Was the movie. The Well, yes. Because mm-hmm. it's it's awful, um, <laughs> but not in a good way. It's not one of those so awful it's good. It's just awful. Now, the animation is subpar. It's it's not even subpar. It's it's not even uh, on the same level as films in the same period, like a rock and roll uh, or a heavy metal or. And what year was rock and roll? Rock and roll was nineteen eighty one. So it's like three okay, years year? earlier than this film. No, one year. BC Rock is nineteen eighty. Now, what oh, year it is, is, it is uh, Why did I What year is Heavy Metal? Metal? 
Heavy metal. You already asked me that. Oh, no, 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 oh, no, no. Rock and Roll is 1983. Heavy Metal is 1981. Okay. So BC Rock predates Heavy Metal by one year, which leads me to believe that it falls into the copy rule. Oh, uh, okay. So that the, this was rushed out before Heavy Metal. Which is, oh, they're releasing an adult co- cartoon. We have to get one out and we'll get it out first. And so we'll rush out BC Rock. That makes I sense. No, I, I have no uh, research that proves this. But it's a gut feeling I have that... No, it makes total sense. It absolutely does. It, it really um, does. I mean, even... Because here's the thing. This is what really you know brings it home for me with that, is that they put rock music in this film. And they called it... A lot of rock they music called has it, to fill the lack of dialogue and plot and story. Well, and they and they called it BC Rock because they used rock music. There's another, rock. There's another film that was coming out. Well, I mean, rock and roll was being created in the 1981-82 time frame. So, it, not that it's trying to predate this. It is definitely, I think you're right, trying to rush out before heavy metal. That's why they called it BC Rock. That's why they had a ton of rock music. The, the biggest problem I had with it was the English dialogue, because it had like five screenwriters. The original film is French, right? The original film is French, and... Okay. I would bet solid money that the French dialogue made a hell of a lot more sense. <laughs> but that would require me to watch it again. And I'm not going to do that. Uh, nor the, do I think I could even find a copy with French audio with English subtitles. I, don't, I doubt that I could. Um, it's possible maybe if I bought a bootleg off, now, off the internet I could. Now, a brief history on adult-related cartoons. Yes. Adult cartoons, and stop me if I get any, miss anything, All right. but adult cartoon can primarily, as far as like mainstream theatrical releases, you can probably thank Ralph Bakshi, one of the most overrated animators of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, Fritz the Cat came out in 1972, I believe. Fritz the Cat, yep, 72, uh... uh Heavy Traffic, 73. Heavy, heavy Traffic. Uh, Coonskin, 75. Highly overrated. Yeah. Um, um, American Wizard, Pop? 77. When what? was American Pop? American Pop? When American Pop come out? 80? Did he write that or did he just, direct, uh, he just like, do animation on it? Ooh, I'm not sure. Hmm. I think it's called American Pop. American Pop. Well, is that the other name for Coonskin? Mm, no. So I know Coonskin. Coonskin no, no. is his own Coonskin thing. Coonskin was released by, as, as Bustin' Out and some other thing. Yeah, they had a couple different titles for that. Um, you know, it was funny. Growing up as a kid, we used to go to a video store, um, and they used to have... Get out! <laughs> they used to have a, uh, a Coonskin poster, and uh-huh. one of the taglines tag for that movie, and I remember it to this day, was, this film offends everyone. Yeah, there you go. So. Well, the problem with Coonskin is that people regard it as racist because of the name without ever actually watching the film, and the film's not really racist. Right. But, uh, I mean, I, I think Bakshi got comfortable with the whole feedback he got from Fitz the Cat, which kind of lampoons the entire, like, uh, peace, love, college movement. Right. And then with Coonskin, he was kind of lampooning the whole race thing, and that's something you can't lampoon easily. <laughs> So Although yeah, I, I've always loved the ending of of Coonskin with, you know, 
Women are all the same. You turn them upside down, and they all look alike. <laughs> uh, and then I wizards. That. I was like, you know, I remember that sure. one. Uh, wizards, seventy-seven. Wizard, yeah, you know, wizards and fire and ice are the two things that like everybody always bring up. Uh, you and I, free, free fire and ice free, is personally my favorite Bakshi film. Come on, we, free, we frequented comic stores in the early in the late eighties, early nineties. And they would constantly go to like the mom and pop video store and say, "Hey, do you have Fire and Ice or Wizards?" And they, "Yeah." So, oh, let's rent it and play at the video store. And I would watch it and like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is so fucking boring. I've always been partial to Fire and Ice. Maybe because I'm a Frazetta fan. I love Frazetta. Frazetta, yeah, Frazetta's good. His artwork he, is unreal. When he had a stroke. He couldn't use his right arm for artwork anymore. He had to learn uh, to use his left hand to to do to paint and art and all that stuff. And it's like getting two completely different artists. You had the Frazetta with the right hand, and then you had a very unique, similar but different style with the left hand Frazetta after his stroke. It's v- right hand and left hand are always like that. It feels like a different person. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was, uh, Frazetta is awesome, but I've always been partial to Fire and Ice. No one's debating Frazetta. Okay, good. Let's not, let's, let's just take Frazetta off the table. All right. Okay. But anyway, Fritz the Cat was really the only real adult cartoon thing. And that kind of started early seventies. So leading into the eighties, heavy metal and BC rock were the first two films post American pop came out in 81. Same yeah, year but, as heavy metal. but I mean, but yeah, but, but at that point, the the the, uh, the Bakshi cherries already been popped. Oh yeah, right? total, totally saturated yeah. by Bakshi. Yeah, so so we're into a, a new decade, and you've got BC Rock versus a good movie. <laughs> yeah, and and in any situation where you're calling heavy metal a good movie, it's an unfair fight. It is. One of my favorite After Dark Cinemax films of all time. All right, now, why is it your favorite After Dark Cinemax film? Well... Because for the longest time, they were not allowed to release the film because of all the rights that were tied up with the music. Yeah. Cinemax somehow was the only place you could play the film. That's right. So you could... You could... Up until, like, what, late 90s? Uh, Yeah. Even 2000. Yeah, I you had I had to have see, I had to have bootlegs of heavy metal in yeah, order to you watch could it. Only see heavy metal if you had a Cinemax bootleg. That was it. Right. Because the music rights got so fucking tangled up. Oh, and, yeah. and this is pre um, internet where every everybody like you know. Oh sure, they, it's like nowadays. If let's say there was a, a rights problem of any kind, and let's say Movie Channel, Showtime, HBO, Cinemax, any of the the media outlets was playing an HD rip of it, because they do that all the time, there's an HD rip uh, cable rip uh, right now for something you can't get anywhere, and it's in full HD, glorious, beautiful. I even be, even be before that, because because the whole problem was like music rights were even stricter than yeah. movie rights. It's the same so, problem that and, the wildlife still is still has to this day. The film yeah, The Wildlife. Yeah, so, so like music rights were even stricter than movie rights, so the movie could still be available but the music rights to that movie, well, that's not available, so we can't release the film. What the fuck? And what's interesting you know? is I bought the soundtrack on cassette, and I found it at a Tower Records in the 
mid 90s and it was a cassette manufactured in 1981 mm-hmm. and they still had it yeah because no one else had the rights to the stuff yeah so i bought a cassette at the time it was already 14 or 15 years old and somehow i guess with the pre-internet no one knew that it was actually worth anything i bought it for eight dollars um but you couldn't buy it anywhere that's the point like you said but they right. but i was able to buy it because it had come out and tower records never took it off their shelf and even the even the the weird thing that always bothered me was that in the film the devo song they play when uh what's her name walks into the bar oh i love that song it is uh through being cool which I love through being cool. Great video, by the way, too. Um, but on the soundtrack, they play Devo's rendition of Coal Mine, working in a coal mine. Which is in the end credits. Right. Yeah. So even there, it's like, well, we can't play that one song. We'll play the other song, <laughs> which we threw in. Now, here's something interesting. We just spent 10 minutes, maybe, talking about... We've already the- reviewed heavy metal, by the well, way. Well, hang on. No, not even. Not even. <laughs> We spent 10 minutes talking about music rights behind heavy metal. Which we did that, when we did the heavy metal review and when we did the wildlife review. <laughs> right. So we spent 10 minutes talking about music rights to a film. And all of that was more interesting than the entire length of BC Rock. This is true. Now, painful. This is, painful a, pa- this is a painful movie. And, and a lot of it really has to do with the English dialogue for the movie. It really does, because you could tell that they yeah. just sat around trying to come up with dialogue that looked like it made sense to what was happening on the screen, because now, they're throwing in modern, uh, I can't even remember them, but they're throwing in you know kids today, modern technology gags in there, and it's like, this is You're- supposed to be prehistoric, dinosaurs, humans living together, whatever, but it's just far-fetched, the dialogue is horrible. And uh, it, it just, it doesn't fit. That's why I was saying the French dialogue, oh, I guarantee oh, you, is much better. Oh, he stuck a cork up my ass. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm going to crisp you. Okay, uh, that's wonderful. Now, I tried to find a French version of this film with English subtitles, hoping that the English subtitles would not be a transcript from the American version, but a translation of the french version and i could not find it no i'm sure i'm i when i said that earlier it's possible we could maybe get uh a bootleg that has the french audio but we're not gonna we're not gonna find it any other way here's my point the french can't be bothered to keep this film (laughs) documented i can't find a french version of this film it's originally in a foreign language, and that foreign language is like, eh, we burned the prints. What's interesting, when I try to search for the original title of the film, the French title, it takes me to a French film festival of the same name. So they've disregarded the name of this film completely and named a, a, a film festival I- instead, or a music and film festival after it. You mentioned film festivals. Can I mention something very briefly? Yeah, go ahead. Holly and I are watching the newest episode of Preacher. Okay. Excellent fucking show. Yeah, we and, uh, we're caught up. We watched it uh, last night. And, and there's a scene from the last episode where they're in the theater and like they hear you like screaming and stuff. And, and Holly says, "What the hell are they watching?" And I said, "Probably a snuff film." And then like a minute later, 
They show him walking out, and next to him is a movie, as like a poster, and it says "Snuff Film Festival." It's like, thank you, thank you. I know what I'm talking about. You know, you know. I know Snuff Film when I hear it. Thank you. That's all I had to say. Nice. That is a very good show. By the way, oh, that was a fucking excellent show. And from someone who read the comic book twenty years ago, uh huh, better than a comic book. Yeah, they they've they've got what they need to do. They got it down. Everything they needed to change, they changed, and everything they've changed, they've changed for the better. And you know, have, it's going to thing. get better. What? Wait till uh, um, the uh, the Saint of Killers comes. Oh, dude, dude uh, you, you know dude. what I mean. Wait till no, 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 that no, no, no. storyline happens. Episode two, and they they, they, they do like a, a preview of the, the Saint of Killers. And so I go back and rewatch episode one, and I didn't notice before, but in the opening scene, when the preacher first gets up and there's all the empty liquor bottles on his table, I paused it. It's like, holy fuck, that's a silhouette of the Saint of Killers on the Ratwater whiskey bottle. Ah! <laughs> fuck! Yes! I'm telling Holly, she's like, I don't know, I have no idea what you're talking about, Saint of what? Like, Trust me, it's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> so, I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just like the Watchmen. They not only take a great comic book, they've actually improved it. Yeah, so far. and it's amazing so that far, so far we haven't hit episode ten yet this season. We don't know yet, right? But. And it's amazing that Seth Rogen and Evan Evan Goldberg, I believe that's his writing partner, have they uh, they made this show possible. Well, you know what it is. When we were kids watching stupid ass fucking like Captain America and Fantastic Four superhero films, there were people that grew up without this shit we finally hit an age when you and i are in middle age where people our age who grew up with this shit are adults like no no this is how you fucking do it and seth rogan apparently is one of those people along with jj abrams and uh favreau and these people that know what the fuck comic books really are yeah absolutely no no, i'm sorry anyway bc rock bc rock and uh, just to, to end on, B- on uh, <laughs> Preacher, um, I don't remember his name, but one of the head writers, or one of the main writers for Breaking Bad, he wrote upwards 10 episodes, is you know one of the, the, the writers for Preacher, too. So, I mean, that's a huge plus. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You know, and some of the episodes that he wrote for Breaking I mean, all the episodes of Breaking Bad were great, but some of them are one of the, the really like rabbit you know rabbit dog i mean like episodes like that this guy was responsible for those were like serious episodes and watching the preacher show i've been rereading the original episodes and and like reading through it's like yeah and again no no disrespect or taking anything away from the original writer garth ennis of those original comic books at the time they were great but seeing what they did and how they changed it for for a serialized television show they're fucking dead on. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. And the the most major character they've changed, um, Tulip. Tulip. Yeah. It works. I, I, I all for the better. All for the better. I, I was trying to explain to Holly. Said she wasn't a bad character, but she was kind of needy and a bit kind of like a a um, a, 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 a subpar female. Tulip is such a strong female lead in this show. Mm-hmm. Amazing, and with Cassidy, even though they changed how they meet and kind of little things like that, the dynamic there, which isn't a hundred percent, 
is still strong, like the way it should be. It's fucking brilliant, brilliant, yeah. great writing. Great and they're gonna, they're writing. gonna, they're gonna build on their friendship too, which you but can feel. Friendship and the the chasm, because there's a chasm that comes down the way. Spoiler for anybody who's never read the comic book. There's a chasm, and I think they're gonna keep that chasm. Yeah. If they go into a second season, which they gotta fucking Oh, they're season. probably already green. They gotta go. If they don't go into a fucking second season, I'm gonna riot. <laughs> You'll see in the news, uh, one man rioted today down <laughs> Phillipsburg's main street. <laughs> um, local authorities are baffled. Yes, uh, only hurting himself and no one else. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> Uh, the only reason they're qualifying as a riot because he keeps he kept screaming, "I'm rioting!" And <laughs> no, we just uh, we just let him go because uh, he didn't seem like a threat to anyone but himself. Um, uh, more as we uh, get details. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, probably. <laughs> News at eleven. <laughs> <laughs> so BC Rock. BC Rock. We keep yes. avoiding so it. <laughs> PC Rock is supposed to be the true history of how mankind evolved. According to Stewie something Stew or other. Babcock. Babcock, yes. Stewie, Stewie Babcock, get it right. Yeah, he's got a good old Brooklyn, you know, Adam, sounding yeah, name. Adam and Eve weren't the real story. Neither was the whole slime and stuff. It's Stewie Babcock. Stewie Babcock. And, and this, this character leads us through the whole history of how mankind uh, invented fire and the wheel and became civilized and then fell into its normal path of destruction and mayhem. Yeah. I mean, it was great. Sure. I just wrapped it up. You did. Want to move on? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> we, we should. Well, as, you, as you mentioned, there's there when you watch BC Rock, there are long stretches of, okay, we're going to play some B-roll rock music now while we do um, a lot of visuals that someone probably wrote down and sent to the to, to the animation company we outsourced this shit to and then uh, it'll come back to the 15 minutes of storyline we have scripted right and uh, when the American screenwriters got all that they said nah 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 we're just gonna throw a lot of rock music in there and we're just kinda wing it at least that's what it felt felt like we're just gonna wing it, this Here, here's what I wanna underline yeah the main character Stewie Babcock the yes. voice and unknown I'm pretty sure, right? I thought they had one... Was it one star? No, no, no. no. Follow me here. Okay. Stewie Babcock. Yes. An unknown name, right? Unknown voice. Unknown voice. Biggest name of the time, Bill Murray, right? Oh, yeah. He can't be bothered to do more than like, all right, I'll do the dragon for a, a day. Yeah, I'm going to crisp you. <laughs> yeah, I'll do the dragon for a day. That character comes back. I'll give you like two hours of recording time. That's all they can afford. Everybody and, else is like, yeah, we never heard from them again. And uh, Christopher Guest, he Christopher Guest was uh, the voice of No Lobes. Which there's actually two people. Um, there's and who actually was No Lobes again. I don't even remember. One of the like, one of the stupid dies is dinosaur friend, I guess. Christopher Guest is. There's two people that voice no lobes. Christopher Guest and somebody named Clark Warren. Guaranteed. Two people. Christopher Guest started and said, "I'm done with this shit," and then they brought in this Clark Warren to finish. So, 
So the only real, and even I don't even know if Christopher Guest was a name back then at that point. I don't think did he even do, was. did they do Spinal Tap yet? I don't even think Spinal Tap was out but yet. I don't think Christopher Guest himself. I mean, all right, let's be fair. Christopher Guest, as great as he is, and I'm not not no 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 disrespect to Christopher Guest. I don't think he's a big name even in that time period, 1981, 1980, 1979, uh-huh. as Bill Murray, SNL member. Christopher Guest, what, what was he doing back in then? Well, he was like he just off a of Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah, uh, yeah, probably. I don't think he was a household name in any respect back then. No offense, again, I love Christopher Guest. Bill Murray, on the other hand, I don't even after 80, even after Spinal Tap, I don't think he was. I don't think he became oh, a household name until he did Best Simpsons. in Show. Best in Show and Simpsons. That's it. Well, Simpsons, I, but Best in Show when he actually started his directorial. Like really getting noticed for his directorial yeah, stuff. Yeah, I mean, there Christopher was a guess, time where he was yeah. in. Um, don't for, don't forget the the, uh, the uh, Showtime. Spe- was it Showtime or HBO? Um, Real Sex, not was, Real Sex. God damn it! Real Sex was uh, Dream- HBO, but no, Dream On. That was also HBO. Not Dream On, but uh, all right, it was HBO? It wasn't Dream On, but it was another show that came out at the same time where he was a guy going to psychiatrist about sex problems. Oh, and he was an actor. Wait, and I, he was, I, I know that's probably a writer as well. Look it up, because I'm telling you, I remember watching it. Fuck. And, and that's the first time I remember him in a like on television, post Laverne and Shirley, mm-hmm. except for 1941. I don't think he's ever really been in out in front until the new century came around. Yeah, probably not. I, and, and again, he's been behind the scenes and doing shit. Writer, brilliant fucking guy. No oh, yeah. criticism to him. But is he a household name in 1980? Fuck no. no. Bill Murray? Yeah. Oh, big time. And Bill Murray gets what? Five minutes of screen time because that's all he can afford? Or all, all they can afford or all he can allow? They, yeah. they, you know, if he had voiced the main character, this film would have guaranteed, I don't know, theatrical release? Um, Which I'm pretty sure it didn't get. It, no, and the reason I know that, the only reason I know that, it was because when it was first uh, requested, because people can always request films for us to review, but, it, but it, has, it has to fall within the theatrical release rule if it's going right. to be one of our regular reviews. And this, because we can review any fucking shit if it's not re- released in a the theater. Yeah, which is a perfect example of when we reviewed Rotor, when we were reviewing this, and obviously when we do Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, I know that it was not released theatrically in the United States at all, which is one of our stipulations that has to be released domestically. At least it's one of my major ones. I yeah, could give, yeah, I could give a fuck if it's released foreign because everything is released somewhere foreign. That that's almost the Rotor only was released thing we have in like show. like Germany or something. Really, that's the only rule we have. The show has to be American theatrical release. Yeah, domestic, North America. I will take well, North America. All right, domestic means American. North America, Canada is involved with that. Canada's not America. North America. I would take a film released in Canada because it's a part of what? North America. That's uh, fucking Canada. Come on, <laughs> really. <laughs> What you don't like my answer, eh? 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 How about those numbers, weed? I don't. I don't know what that's a boot. I don't know. <laughs> a boot. Uh, I've been to Canada, motherfucker. I've never been to Canada. I'll tell you, 
I went to the first time I ever went to Canada. The, we were uh, uh, we were doing a music video, and I uh, actually let me rephrase that. Only time I've ever been to Canada. <laughs> we're doing a music video. I'm doing lighting, and the, the person, uh, Nikki the Vampire, who we were going with, she was uh-huh. our connection. As we got there, two, like three o'clock in the morning, she said, "Listen, they don't really all those things you hear about where they talk like certain ways. They don't really talk like that. So you know, just don't say anything." All right, cool. We're not assholes, whatever. So we're waiting there, and the guy comes down. The first thing he says is, "Oh, you, you guys have made it okay, eh?" <laughs> All bets are off. <laughs> That's it. And Everything they, you've ever heard about Canada is a hundred percent fucking true. And they do say a boot, not maybe so much like hard like that. It's it's like it's a boot. You know, but it's it's about time. And there's nothing worse than having a hangover and trying to order French McDonald's breakfast. <laughs> yeah, I want a ooh, 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 McMuffin. <laughs> the fuck's that? <laughs> <laughs> I told you about Will too, right? Uh, I don't. Think I'm with so. Will. Uh, Will's a person I know that was there with me, and we had to buy extension cords for the rock the video shoot right and we go into to a um i forget which part of it's it obviously it's the part of canada that speaks french a lot quebec and we go into we go into a hardware store and they don't speak english and we're trying to say extension cord so will and this is for the video viewers starts pantomiming extension cord like this (laughs) and i'm like will no that's not how you extension cord that's how you jerk off no stop (laughs) Yeah, you must we're have been in, in Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, we're that, about that is, to be arrested. Yeah. Stop doing that. That place, uh, I've because we were thinking about vacationing there, and they said, "Listen, the biggest caveat to going there is that no one speaks English." That but, is a no, hey, all right. Now I'll tell you this: no one speaks English, but they're used to English people, so they they make do. Oh, we yeah. made it. We none of us spoke English. We made it to the tra- the, the, the the sushi restaurant, and after that, we made it to Les Sphinx. Oh. Which was the nightclub we went to, nice. which was apparently Egyptian themed, and the Egyptian theme to the the nightclub called Lace Finks was that they had a, a mummy in the doorway where you had to pay your fee, uh-huh. and then that was it. That's it. That was that was the only Egyptian thing I saw the entire fucking night. <laughs> that was it. I hear the women in in Montreal are beautiful too. They they were driving us past probably some of the ugliest prostitutes I've ever seen. Ah. <laughs> We were driving, by, and the guys like and the, the cabbie. He was like, "The prostitutes." He's like, "Those are ugly prostitutes." <laughs> Do they have pretty prostitutes? Like, no, no, no. No, sorry, wow. sir. They, they're all they all the respectable women. The, the only the, the hers, they become the prostitutes. It's, I'm sorry, sir. You could you, you have to maybe go to New York. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't know much about New York, but you might have to go there for the pretty I prostitutes. Hollywood uh, 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 New York, uh, um, Broadway. Broadway. Yes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the uh, Canal Street, maybe. Yes, uh, over there. I hear packing. that's pretty good. I hear the meatpacking section is, is, is pretty full of whores. Yes, as you you pack your meat. No, yes. Ugly, ugliest whore. And, and I spent 15 years doing dry, driving through Manhattan. Ugliest prostitutes I've ever seen in my life. Canada. <laughs> oh shit! Now it might have been the road we took. I don't know, but I'm just telling you my personal experience. Okay. I never. Now, did you have to have a passport when you went? Uh no. This was before 9/11. Okay, so that because now you need one, even just to go you to what? Canada. 
Want to hear another funny story? Sure. <laughs> so we're going over to Board of Canada. Let's like let's continue morning. to not talk about BC Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian border, three o'clock in the morning. Never yes. been. I've been slapping myself repeatedly for the past hour to keep myself from falling asleep. Uh huh. I'm a little delirious. Sure. So and and we're following the guy who's taking us to the gig. It's a personal gig, rock band, low budget bill. I think I have their album somewhere still. Cool. But uh, so we get to the border. I'm like, this is no problem. We have nothing to hide. So the the guy at the border says, uh, are you here for business or pleasure? It's like, well, business. I mean, pleasure. Yeah, but I mean, business. We're here to do a rock video lighting thing. But, you know, we're not getting paid, really. So it's kind of pleasure. You know, it's a little bit of both. Already I fucked it up. <laughs> and he says, oh, so you're doing a rock band thing, eh? Yes. Uh, uh, where are you from? I say, America. <laughs> you know, back there. <laughs> it's right there. It's like 20 yeah, feet that way. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're still in America because we haven't gone through yet. <laughs> and there's an uncomfortable silence. And I'm like, oh, wait, you mean more specifically Bloomfield, which is in New Jersey. So that's New Jersey, America that I'm heading from towards your country, yes. which is Canada. Yes. yes. Oh, all right. Well, when are you heading? Says, um, Canada. Over the border, over there. I mean, we're following them, so I don't know exactly where we're going because we're just following that car. But wherever they're going, we're going. I think it's Quebec, but I wouldn't know because I'm from America. <laughs> and he said, "So you, you know, rock music? Yeah, we're doing a music a, a music thing. We're doing a music video, and we're doing the lighting for it. So what's the name of the rock band?" I don't know. Because, you know, I don't listen to the band, and I don't know them. We're following that guy. Really. <laughs> you should be asking this, that guy all this, these questions. At this point, I should have been pistol-whipped, and our car should have been torn apart looking for drugs. <laughs> the most bizarre fucking experience I've ever had. <laughs> coming back, coming back, they, the only thing they said was, "Are you, do you have anything to declare? And, and all I said was, like, uh, Canadian cigarettes and porn. <laughs> I said, okay, you can go. That's it. And I now to be fair, I only bought one porno pornographic magazine from Canada yeah. because it was in French and that was like kind of funny. And I don't smoke, but I bought a pack of Canadian cigarettes because they say cancer on the front. Oh, really? Canadian cigarettes are great. On the on the like you know we hide the label on the side where it says uh, warning. Surgeon General says that smoking cigarettes may cause. Uh, uh, injury and fetuses if a pregnant woman smokes it. Canada, on the front in French, that says, smoking will kill you. <laughs> and I was like, fuck, I need to, I, I, had, a, I had a pack of Canadian cigarettes in the, in the glove compartment of my car for two years. Wow. Never Just because, like, I, and it was like, and I, I smoked maybe five cigarettes out of that pack in the course of two years whenever I want to look cool. So yeah, hold on, I get my Canadian cigarettes here. Yeah, they cause cancer, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> that was it. <laughs> it causes Canadian cancer. At least they'll yeah. be nice. That was great. You know, just you know, going over the border and I'm I'm ah, piece of cake. Where are you from? Uh back there? <laughs> Fucking horrendous. Fucking sad. They, sad. They just let you through, no problem. You know, uh, you know, if I ever had to dr smuggle drugs, it, it, it'd be like that episode um, of Mr. Show. So they, uh, you have anything to declare? No, I have nothing to declare. 
uh, sham, uh, uh, cocaine stuffed up my ass. No, not at all. <laughs> anyway, BC Rock, yeah. BC Rock, horrible movie. Don't recommend yeah. anyone watch it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sexual stuff. Now, I and I don't. Sexual- you know what? Even as a as as a virile, you know, viral. but virile, feral works. No, it doesn't. Viral, okay. Viral. Uh, budding teenager, this would have never. I, I wouldn't have cared. There isn't enough in here to even to even have that catch my eye. The majority of what you see is male penises and ass. Uh huh. With the occasional female breast. And right. There's a lot of sophomoric humor. The the vivid thing I, I actually did see this. I, I actually did see snippets of this as a child. Oh really? And watching this, honestly, the only parts that remained embedded in my memory are the parts where like like people would like die exploded. <laughs> like the dinosaur would throw a guy, and he would hit the ground and explode, and like the ribs would be sticking out. I'm like, you die. And as a kid, I'm like. Arr! You know, as a, as a child, too young to understand sex and death, the death part I got. Uh, yeah. The sex part was like, I don't understand this. I, uh, I, I mean, I think my parents rented this once or twice because, again, 80s, young adults, hey, an adult com- cartoon. Uh, ironically, I don't, think my, I, don't think, I don't think my parents ever saw heavy metal. Really? I, I don't to think, this day, from maybe? My mem- from my memory, they never rented it. It doesn't mean anything because there was never released on video. My parents never rented anything like this. No animated stuff, nothing like my this. Parents, my parents re- rented BC Rock. My, but, par- uh, my parents rented Fritz the Cat f- for me because they thought it was a, a kid's film. Because they're, it is. Because they're, and I mentioned this on the show repeatedly, European, raised, and born, they didn't look at, at a film like <laughs> that. They didn't read the back of the box. They just said, well, oh, it's a cartoon. It must be for kids. And outside of the European thing, again, Fritz the Cat was a new thing on the scene. That you didn't have adult-oriented cartoons back then. Right. My parents probably would have done the same thing if they had seen it. Although, my parents were a bit younger than your parents, so they probably wouldn't have. Maybe not. I, my parents I, are a little more hip than yours. I've, a little more. <laughs> a little more. I remember uh, watching the film and running into where my parents were having company over telling them all of the dirty things that I was seeing on the screen and my parents were just like oh he doesn't know what he's talking about it's it's what is he why we don't know what he's watching he's watching a cartoon and then finally when company left they finally came into the other room and like we're like oh <laughs> oh I, I oh now, I see <laughs> now now I think Fritz the Car- Fritz the cat was the I, I believe it was the first film to receive an X yes it was now but there's um, no or sex. was that Last Tango in Paris? What year did that come cartoon. out? Cartoon, cartoon, receive an X. Uh, that cartoon, yes. If it's film, but I there's think... no actual sex M- in the film. Or Midnight Cowboy was the first film ever to receive an X. Film, yeah, right. Film, right. And we later turned to an NC-17 because there's right. And one best and picture, watch, which and was. When you watch that film now, you're like. How is this not PG thirteen? Really? What the fuck? <laughs> That's right. You take out a couple of swears, it could be PG. It's insane what they considered X back then. But Fritz the Cat, there's Proof. no sex in it. Fritz the Cat? Not no, not really. There's there's just sexual some nude, su- sexual situations, sexual nudity, and nudity. Yeah, 
But that was like, <gasps> axe because of the Mormon red lead fucking MPAA. Yeah, bullshit. I mean, you see a, a you know a paw hand grab a vagina, but that's basically as graphic as it gets. You know what's weird too? Like I was taking a sixteen-year-old, uh, my stepdaughter, to see a movie, and she's like, "Well, you have to buy the ticket for me." And I was going to anyway because I have that movie pass thing. Uh-huh. I was like, "I really don't." Yeah, I was trying to explain to her, say, "But it's R." Says, "Yeah, but that's not a legal definition. That's the MPA. It's a self-designed guidance system. There's no law saying that you go to the library right now; they'll rent it to you for free." Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the the library system does not recognize the MPA system. They will give you an R-rated film if you're 12. They don't give a shit. Yeah, well, as long as your card allows you to... Actually, what it comes down to, because I work for a library system, uh, what it comes down to is the card has to have the ability to rent media such as DVDs or Blu-rays. As long as the card has that ability, you can rent anything. Right. It's not a legal definition. So nope. I was trying to explain to her that movie theater can sell you a ticket. They don't have to not sell you a ticket. It's their discretion. But legally, you are allowed to see an R-rated film. It's an, it's a self-imposed restriction by the Hollywood entertainment industry to prevent the government from stepping in and putting their own system in because that would be far fucking worse. Uh, yeah, the same thing goes for video games because video games were never yes. rated for a long time. But uh, they're rated, but they're self-imposed ratings. Right. The government uh, mm. was going to try and do it on their own, and the video Thanks game to companies some fucking gore, yeah, cock bitch. Yeah. So, but here's the I thing. Even, all right, I don't even know what cock bitch means. I apologize. I don't know what it means either, but it was fun. I, was I wasn't gonna say cocksucker, but I realized it was a female. I want bitch, and it ruined it. Well, here's the thing with the the video game ratings. They've actually produced better games because the video game companies are are you know they've went out and said okay we'll make our game MA17 fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas before the ratings, they always had to kind of you know walk this line of well we can't really do too much because then we might get a, a bad name for the game and no one will really buy it and then the government steps in and says listen your games are causing violence and people to be crazy and they said well statistically that's not proven and it's actually untrue uh video games actually calm people down and they said no 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 we're pretty sure the video games are bad oh. so we got to put ratings on them so the video game company said okay Here's a rating system, much like the MPAA, right. all the way from you know E for everyone to MA18. Uh, I think there's an MA21, which is pornographic, but no I'm, one's, I'm no 40, one's ever used I'm 40 it. 40-something, so I don't even know what the ratings are anymore. It goes from E, I believe, to MA21, uh, or MA18, which is the harshest, which basically means you could put anything like... It could be pornographic. Um, right. So now, most games that come out are MA17, and yeah. they're awesome... I, ironically, it's the opposite of the film industry, which is now, all right, if we're going to make any money, make it NC-17. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Hold PG-13. On. Strike that. Strike that. Reverse it. Make it PG-13. Right. It's got to be PG-13 or we're not going to make our money. We don't want we don't want kids to miss out on this because that's, that's a demographic we need. Right. And, it's like you know, it's this middle ratings. ground of, of film ratings that it's like, okay, the, we're walking this line of a hard... The, the new term is hard pg-13 okay like really? say a, a batman versus superman batman v superman that's considered to be a hard pg-13 all right and what are the two films that 
inspired the PG-13 rating? Tell me, Joey. Gremlins and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And how many of those did you see in a theater as a child, Joey? Both. Same here. <laughs> Welcome to the fuck generation. We are the generation that grew up with cable in our tele... In our, the first generation that grew up with 24-hour cable movies in our homes. That's right. And the first ones to tell the... Tell the studios, you know what? That might be too harsh for an 11-year-old kid. <laughs> I remember looking at the back of the box of Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom where it had the PG rating. It said some scenes may be too intense for younger viewers. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? People's hearts are being ripped out of their chests and they're eating yeah, monkey why? brains at the dinner table. All I remember is my mother freaking out at the insect scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But then later, we're watching a human heart being ripped out, and not once did she say, like, honey, you shouldn't watch this. <laughs> no, that was all good. Hum-num, Chavai. Hum-num, Chavai. <laughs> now, what year was that? 84. No. Both movies came out in 84. 84? So I was how old? Ooh, 12? 11. 11. Oh, 11, yes. Or the 73. I was 11, possibly 10, depending on what time of the yeah. year. I was, I was eight. 11. Fucking I, was, I was 8 years old. I was 10 or 11 years old in the theater, and my mother at no point said, human heartbeat torn out of the chest, we should leave. She's like, no, we're good. But what's with, 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 with the insect? That's creepy. Yeah, the, the, end, the end scene in Gremlins <laughs> uh, is just, I think that's what really did it. I because remember. Gremlins came out around Christmas time. Uh, Temple of Doom, I believe, Christmas. came out. It was a summer movie. And then uh, Gremlins was a Christmas. It was oh, a holiday Gremlins film. Christmas. Gremlins and Christmas, so that counts as 72 or 73 Christmas. That would be an 84 Christmas. 80, I'm sorry, 83 or 84? 84 it's Christmas? It's 84 Christmas. We were moving into 1985. All right, so I, I was definitely 11 then. I believe it came out November 84. All right, I was 11, just turned 12. My brother, out. who was probably just turned 10 behind me, Watching Gremlins when the when the black uh, professor, a uh, teacher gets stabbed, yeah, they show like the hypodermic in his ass. My brother behind me, a row behind me, crying, crying at a PG film, and I remember like, what the fuck's his problem? Yeah, huh. yeah, shut up, shut up. This is a fun movie. Actually, I have it backwards. Gremlins came out in June of 1984, so you had not had a birthday yet. June. So I'm. 84, so I'm still 11. Yes. No, sorry. Ow. Yeah, 11. I'm still 11. My brother's 9, because his birthday's November. 9-year-old behind me, watching Gremlins, crying because people are dying on it. And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Shut up. So Temple of Doom came out in May of 84. Wow. For, so, I, so Gremlins was, it took place during Christmas time, but they, they put it out in the summer. Which is weird. I want to. I, I want to say that they re-released it because it was a huge hit. It was huge smash, made a shitload of money. Now, I want to say that they re-released it that Christmas. Now that's interesting that you say that because people listening to this podcast who are under the age of us might not realize that up until a certain time period before home video, they would re-release films. Oh yeah. Because. Because movies would play upwards movie. three years in a theater. Yeah, I mean, E.T., uh, Star Wars, um, uh, I Alien, the first one. They they re they re-release these films because 
apart from public television, there was nowhere else. To, there was no cable really up yeah. until the, the early '80s. You didn't see these films again on video. They, there was no like moratorium, and then oh, now they're going to stream it to pay per view. It was either a theater or NBC. And now, like clockwork, if it comes out today, it's on Blu-ray and DVD in three months. Right. To the day, so, almost. So they actually re-released films. You would see E.T., and then three months later, we're showing E.T. again. Uh, everybody missed it the first time because the lines come on down and see it. I mean, that was the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for instance, Batman uh, v. Superman came out in March. It is going coming out digitally. The R-rated cut of the film is coming out digitally this month. And, and what was it rated in the theaters? PG-13. And there's an R version? There's an R version, yeah. See that? Yeah, yeah. and then uh, it's, that's coming out digitally this month, and then next month, uh, disc form, Blu-ray and DVD. Oh, yeah. So three to four months now, like clockwork. Because and I guarantee you, a- after the success of Deadpool, we're going to see more R-rated superhero cartoons. I hope so. I really do. Uh, they they re-released Ghostbusters in 84, and I remember they re-released it later on that year or the following summer again, which is what they did with Gremlins. They re-released it the following summer. Because that was around the time when video stores were first still coming out. Video stores were out for a couple of years, but that's when they really started to get big. Because I, I can tell you, the first two films I ever rented, on my, my family, we bought a VCR uh, player. We we didn't have like I, I know people like oh yeah you know I had connections and we had the first VCR player uh, and we had like Star Wars stuff yeah yeah whatever we had no connection whatsoever our first VCR with the the top that you would push down yep yeah that that crazy shit yeah yep. <laughs> which is prominently shown in the film The Thing remember that right yeah 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 first two films we ever rented ever period Br- christening the VCR. The first two movies ever rented. Gremlins, right? No. No, it wasn't Shut Gremlins? Up. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, the Never-Ending Story. Okay. And Teachers. Ooh, Teachers. Which came out in 84. That's uh, Teachers. Hold on. That's Randy Quaid? Yes. No, yes. no Randy Quaid. Nick Nolte. But where's the movie with Randy Quaid? That had a similar title. Shit, I thought it was. I thought he was in Teachers. Teachers, Randy Quaid. I don't think so. Crispin Glover was in it. Uh, uh, Ralph Macchio, I think, was in it. I could be wrong. Um, but Nick Nolte was the main teacher, and the, what's his name? The guy that played Bert in Soap. He was in Teachers as well. I remember. Yeah. And that was, and that film came out in 1984, which means the video had to come out in 85. So our first DVD player, uh, excuse me, our first VHS player was in 85. 85. Yep. Yeah, you know what? My parents were early adopters. We had a v- v- VCR in 81 or 82. Really? We, yeah. We, my parents oh, were you very bastards. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> My father, I guess, did make enough money to own a VCR in the early 80s. I think they paid $600 for it. Yeah, we didn't do that. <laughs> no, you were smart. Or, or, or you know, anyway. Now, I'm trying to find the name of that movie that I thought Randy Quaid was in. Parents. 
parents. parents. That's like late 80s, man. That's, that's like 80, early 90s it's almost. A, it's 89. Yeah, no, that's way further down. Yeah, that's parents, teachers, time. sorry, I, I mixed no, no, them no, no, up. No, 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 no. Wasn't that I, the one that, where his, his parents are cannibals, right? Like the cover yeah, of the, yeah. the box yeah, is like, like there's a meat yeah, grinder. They that, yeah, yeah, they play that song. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's my son's yeah, yeah. favorite song They're that you cannibals. did for him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a new name for terror, parents. I'm looking at the the, the poster. Damn good movie. I have to go back and watch that. I, I actually don't have parents or teachers in my collection. I'm gonna I don't actually, have I don't have either either and I'm I should write that down. I don't have either either. And I should because and I I should go back and rewatch parents. Because I don't think I've seen it since it came out on video. And that's like a couple decades almost. Yeah, I saw it when it came out in 89. And I yeah, and 90, I don't think I've seen Teachers since oh I saw it in like the mid-80s. Holy shit, I haven't seen that film in 25 years. I haven't seen Teachers in 30 years. Oh, fuck, I'm old. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, I'm still third. I'm in my 30s still. I, I, saw, I, saw, te- I saw Parents Only- before... My younger stepdaughter was born. Oh, oh fuck! Hold on, I saw I saw parents before my older stepdaughter was born. Oh fuck! Here's one for you. I no, I'm saw. Not, I'm done. Just forget about. I that. saw parent or teachers when my wife was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you were a cradle robber. We're only five years apart. But I guess I, there's not, I, I there's enough a of a gap. I'm, when I say cradle robber, cradle cradle robber, I mean there's a compliment, sir. Thank you, sir. I just wanted to clarify. Oh, any, oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. BC Rock. We're still doing that. Uh, colossal piece of shit. <laughs> um, I, I, I you know you know what it is too. I mean it's just it's obvious they rushed it out to try to compete with heavy metal. Yeah. There's really no storyline except for hey I'm a caveman. I evolved. I discovered the wheel on fire, and then mankind became evil. And the film is way. What was the runtime for BC Rock? It's way too long. It's an hour and twenty-two minutes. Oh God, way too long. Even like the asparagus, asparagus worshiping Latter-day Saints. What the fuck was with that scene? <laughs> uh, I, I, the official runtime is an hour and twenty-four minutes. The cut that I have that we are reviewing is an hour and 22 so i don't know where the other two minutes are i i I get the feeling that imdb isn't exactly right on runtimes sometimes if there's two minutes missing from our cut i don't want to know what they are i don't care i don't i'm not keeping this in my collection i'm deleting my odds my odd my guess is it has to do with music rights (laughs) if they couldn't get a two minute song in there because i can't think of anything i smell something good yeah, it was probably a song. Uh, probably your roommate. Uh, good. Yeah, I have a roommate now. Yeah. And a blind dog. And a blind... <laughs> How's the dog? I think I bet the dog's cute though. The dog's fine. He's he's a blind ten year old basset hound. Ah. He's adorable. Adorable. Yeah. Um, I'm betting that it you know it's maybe a song by Blondie or Cheap Trick or what other ba- whatever band they. Or that whole anal rape scene. No, never mind. <laughs> Ooh. I, no, I'm 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 sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm thinking of us. Uh, I'm thinking of straw dogs. Never mind. Ignore me. Yeah, don't do that. 
Why, why, why would you bring up a film like Straw Dogs and put it in the same sentence as BC Rock? I don't know. So what's the other film we're reviewing besides... A, a now, classic versus a classic oh, wonder. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we go on to anything else, I feel bad that we haven't talked too much about BC Rock because it was a requested movie. Uh-huh. But honestly, it was really... A, I mean, there's not much to talk about because the whole film was basically rock video over outsourced single... You know what it is, too? When you take the time to do single-cell animation in the 80s, you expect at least, like, Ralph Bakshi dedication where he's trying to do something, even sure. though he didn't because Ralph Bakshi I mean, is an overrated I Disney pack. invented rotoscoping all the way back in the 30s. You yeah, think right. That... He, he, he invented a cheaper way to do animation. Yeah, fucking God bless him. Fuck Bakshi. <laughs> yeah, you ever, you ever seen... Remember, uh, have you ever seen the uh, the sequel to the Lord of the Rings animation? What's it called? The sequel. Oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord yeah. of the Rings. That's what he did, which is a combination right. of um, the Fellowship of the Ring and the Two Towers. Right. And he they ran out of money. Of the books in, right. He combined both of the books. As a matter of fact, movie, to correct myself then, very quickly, I believe the Fleischer brothers invented rotoscoping. It wasn't okay. Disney. Disney kind of ripped them off. But anyway, go hey. ahead. And Bakshi just made it look stupid. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I agree with yeah. that. You know what? I'm sorry. I, I Having like spent my entire like teenage formative years at a comic book store and all of this Bakshi praise, really, Bakshi is an overrated fuck. He and is. I'm gonna, and I'm going to underline it with this. Uh, you can look up the actual interview, because I don't remember it, and I don't have it quoted or listed in front of me, but they were talking about Peter Jackson attempting the oh, Lord of the Rings. the new Lord of the Rings. That's right. I remember right. this. And this is before it came out, and they're interviewing Bakshi, and he's like, like he's like, well, you know, I don't know if he could ever achieve what I did, but I hope he comes close. And I remember reading that, <laughs> being a Peter Jackson fan, I was like, fuck you, really? The Hobbit was the height of your fucking career. Congratulations, ass face, because you, your the height of your career amounts to fucking two p.m. on NBC, dick. <laughs> Yes, and, and, and and Peter Jackson, for all the shit I give him for everything post-Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings he took and fucking nailed it. He certainly did. Still, And at a, and at, and at a fraction of the fucking cost that it would have cost. And he created, because, he, he didn't uh, create the genre, but he brought that genre back to life, and now we can't get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why he can go fuck himself, because he created the whole... Well, that's not really his fault. He really just had a passion for the the Tolkien novels, yeah. and it just... Hollywood is really who we should be saying fuck you to. Well, he, he pretty much, you know, the whole epic mode, you can't find a movie that's less than two and a half hours these days. Right. It's very and then rare. then he went and did King Kong in epic mode, oh, and that yeah. was the film he supposedly idolized, and that's where I lost my any respect for Peter Jackson post I, Lord of the Rings. I thought at the time that King Kong was going to be a bigger movie than it was domestically. You mean you mean better? I thought it was gonna. I thought it was just gonna demolish all kinds of records. Well, you thought it'd be better. Of course. Not the piece of shit it was. <laughs> yes, of course. Like, yeah, exactly right. But Especially after the Lord of the Rings, I was I was calling like uh, it was gonna opening weekend record. It was gonna be best ten day tally. I'm thinking it's gonna be all of these things, and to my surprise, a lot of people didn't give a fuck. But, but all this Bakshi worship over lo- the Hobbit and shit, it's like, the all co- all boils down to is, hey, Bakshi, first person to ever do adult cartoons, 
guess what? That's where your career ended. Have a fucking happy life. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I would be fine with Bakshi if he hadn't pulled that shit on Peter Jackson. Like, oh, I don't know if he could ever achieve what I did. What the fuck did you achieve, asshole? Rotoscoping? And, and, like, and like a lame cartoon adaptation to a book that most adults will never read in their entire lifetime? Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I, Anyway, um, we should rate... <laughs> I apologize. I got a bit of a tangent there. We should rate BC Rock on uh, IMDb. Yeah, it's actually rated pretty high. What's pretty high for BC Rock? Well, it's only got 443 like ratings. <laughs> but it's rated 6.2. <laughs> it's rated 6.2, which I is extremely high. I can't wait to see the demographics on this thing. Um, what, what do you want to rate this film? Uh, I'll let you. I'll let you throw out the starting bid. The starting bid. Two. <laughs> I'll say three, four, because they got, because they actually like got Bill Murray. I would go higher if I just knew for a fact that the French audio was better. But I won't take I, anyone's word for it. I'd have to rewatch it and listen you with either. English oh, subtitles. We'll say three. three is fine. All right, three it is. I can Done. be I can be on board with a three. All right. Oh, I gotta see. Wow, this is some weird demographics. The oh. highest rating is six. Uh, then the next rating is ten, and then before that is seven. There's no horseshoe or a concave. It's just all across the board. Uh, when you go to the broken down demographics, um, apparently oh. males liked it much better than females. I wonder why. Mm. Did we mention the fact that the that the uh, that the only love interest of the main character was a cat race that eventually spurned him, and the uh, and the ugly women that the, the cavemen would have sex with repeatedly. Uh, After yes. they learned how let's, to let's, watch the Let's dinosaurs. make babies. Let's <laughs> make babies. Right. And they didn't know how to until they watched the dinosaurs do it. Which is impossible no, because no, they exist. No. no, they watched the turtles do it. Yeah. Right? Something like watch? that. No, it was a, it was a dinosaur. It was some. Was it dinosaur? It was a dinosaur. It was, a it was it was a couple of different right. scenes. Okay, age the highest rating males under eighteen is six point <laughs> Highest rating age under eighteen is six point One person. There was one person under the age of eighteen that's rated this fucking film, and they rated it a six. Oh, good for them. And that's because they saw boobies. <laughs> yeah. And obviously they live in a they live in a part of the country with no internet, and so they can't watch actual porn. <laughs> that's probably true. Outside of under eighteen, uh -huh. the highest demographic is males thirty to forty four. Our demographic, sir. Yes. At six point three. You want to know the lowest Go demographic? Females age thirty to forty four. Our demographic. Yeah. Or age-wise, point four, point four. I mean, four point four. Yeah, they watch this and they're like, "I'm not putting up with this shit." Women our age, on average, voted. And by the way, males our age that have rated this film 146. Females our age who have rated this film nine. <laughs> there are nine women out there who said, "Yeah, I'm gonna rate this fucking piece of shit because he made me watch it," and the other. Hundred like hundred and uh, thirty seven women were like, yeah, you watch it by yourself. Come to bed when you're done. 
that's that's it no you're right that's it that's what happened in uh, my house hey babe i gotta watch this movie called now i'm going to bed come to bed when you're done <laughs> that's exactly. exactly what happened uh, oh, uh, and no IMDb staff have rated this film. None. And that I'm actually considering that a plus towards the IMDb staff. Yeah, that's probably the smartest thing they've done lately. Yeah. Uh, the highest demographic out of all of them is um, uh, males our age, 6.4. That's it. Lowest wow. demographic out of everything is females age 30 to 44, uh, 4.4. Uh-huh. Very sad. Very sad. Oh, pardon me. That's mm. quite all right. All right, so we've uh, rated and uh, we've kind of reviewed BC Rock. Now, to be fair, we got the name of the main character correct, Huey Babcock. Stewie. Stewie Babcock, which right. proves that we both watched the film. Of course. I just want to underline that. We watched the film. I absolutely watched this. I will never be watching it again. For the love of Christ, I watched this film. Yeah. Alone. Yes, I'm not crazy. Same here. I did not make Holly watch either of these films because I'm not suicidal. It's probably a good thing. No, no. Very good. I'm going to live a lot longer life. Now, my wife did go. tell me when we do uh, the listener request for Night of the Comet, mm -hmm. she will watch that with me because that's one of her favorite movies ever. If we do that one. I think we will. Oh, really? I do. It is. It falls within our guidelines even if it wasn't a listener request. Okay. We'll, we'll tackle that. Now, we spent way too long on Beast of Rock because we spent most of the time not talking about it. <laughs> yeah. So let's, so let's move on to the 19... <laughs> film, Thanksgiving. It's not 19. It's 2009. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. That's sure. Um, I do have a trailer, so we may as well play that. Oh, please do. Yes, 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 yes. Here, let's go ahead and play the, the trailer for... Uh... Yeah, let's get the volume up. Here we go. Oh. So guys, I was thinking, you know, since it's Thanksgiving and all that, we should go around and say what we're thankful for. I'm thankful that your mom has the juiciest in town. <laughs> Back in the 1500s, in the settlement of Crawlburg, already wrong. an old Indian by the Movie name starts of Feathercloud was dishonored by a pilgrim. <laughs> Feathercloud necromanced a turkey. A turkey that would stop at nothing to get what he wanted to kill. Everything's gonna be okay. You don't believe me, do you? I do believe you. There's no such thing as an evil turkey. <laughs> There's no such thing as an evil turkey. This little baby bunny got its stomach gnawed open by a beak. Not just any beak. A turkey beak. There's no <laughs> such thing as an evil turkey. There's... No such thing as an evil turkey. Oh, wait. I lie. <laughs> <laughs> Go deep, Johnny. Ah. Oh, 
So, not since Birdemic <laughs> did I have as much fun watching a, a shitty movie like this. Now, I, I have to totally disagree with you, sir, in your comparison to Birdemic to this. Really? Because Birdemic was obviously done by it someone... It says right here, the year is 1621, and the trailer, they specifically say in the 1500s. It's a right. hundred years... Okay. Because there are so many people writing this, this fucking thing that they contradict themselves nearly every step of the way. Only nudity shot in the movie, by the way. Here's the difference between Birdemic and Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Birdemic, I don't think they really meant to be as bad as they were. Thanksgiving, you know from the beginning when the first shot of the film is a pair of tits... <laughs> On a, on a on a pilgrim woman. Yes. Played by uh, Wendy uh, Lust. Wendy Lust. Wendy uh, Lust. Milk porn star. Yeah, yeah. Um. Which they. Which which the, the so movie cost thirty five hundred dollars. Uh, I believe most of the budget was spent on paying her. As it should be. Yes. Uh, not that I'm familiar with Wendy Lust at all. I'm not. I, have, I haven't seen any of her stuff. I'm going to see some now. Um, I've, I've, I've seen a couple. All right. Most of them. Anyway. <laughs> any good? Um, what, well, for milk porn, yeah. Okay. Anyway, that's besides the point. Uh-huh. This film was obviously done by people who knew they were making a bad film and were just trying to make a funny movie. Yeah, that's why it's only an hour and six minutes. Exactly. Now, it was made by two, two college students between their, I think, like junior and senior year. Okay. The budget was like non-existent. Thirty-five hundred. Made... Thirty-five hundred bucks. That's what it right. cost to make yeah, over and, and... eleven days. Right. Uh, most of the makeup effects were used were done with leftover makeup effects. I'm assuming from class projects. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the film was shot in like what seven days, eight Ele- days? It was something eleven ridiculous. days. Like, Come on. Yeah. Keep, keep on. Right. You got to listen to me when I talk. Well, you open your mouth wider. Uh huh. I am a trifle deaf in this ear as well, so. <laughs> Good day, sir! <laughs> You're an incongruable monster! <laughs> and I can tell you, this film won me uh, besides Wendy Lust's breasts in the opening scene. Oh, yeah. Um, my, this film won me uh, when we meet the, the, the father of the one girl. <laughs> Who's the sheriff? With a fake mustache. Yeah, the fake, the really bad fake mustache. And he drinks the coffee. He's like, wow, this is horrible. What did you do, shit in it? And the wife says, as a matter of fact, I did. I want a divorce. And she walks out. And he's like, okay, then. <laughs> and he keeps going. Like, all right, this is a bunch of kids who just had some funny ideas. This is what I would have shot if I went to college. Something right. along these lines I would have shot if I went to college. It's like, this is fucking, I mean... All right, wait, wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. If I went to college when I was a teenager. Ah, uh, yes. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Because uh, I did go the, to college, but I waited until I was like 30-something. No, it's okay. Uh, it's th- because it's not like they took anything that they learned from any real film school or watching movies. They just said, let's just wing this, and uh, let's just make a movie. <laughs> I, I mean, just from the first half hour to film... Um, the first line that really grabbed my attention, because they have the one the one girl in the group who's a complete slut. 
and and the girl, the one girl says, "Your legs are harder to shut than John than than the John Benet Ramsey case." <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, hold on, pause this for a second. You not only did you compare the 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 uh, murder of a small child to someone being sexually promiscuous, but even at the time this was made, that's a bit dated." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Okay, we're going to go this way. I'm good with that. In the first 15 minutes of film, I saw more nipples than I was prepared to. Male and female. That's true. Animated and real. I w- way more nipples than I was prepared to. It's funny when they're driving to uh, her dad's house because they're all in college and they're, they all basically live in the same general area. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is... That's... That's not how it works. You, yeah. All of you and your friends don't come from the same area in college. <laughs> you live on campus. You live in different parts of the country. That's just the way that works. But these fucking four douchebags, they all they all live in the same general now, area. Let's get the general plot for Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Uh, five five college students are traveling home, but their 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 uh, Thanksgiving break is ruined because a dog pissed on an ancient Indian burial ground. Which reanimated this uh, this um, cursed necromanced turkey, turkey, who is who is pledged to kill all white people, which I'm not against, and um, and then chaos ensues. Uh, yeah, I like when the hitchhiker picks him up because you know, <laughs> obviously he doesn't give a fuck what he has sex with. <laughs> what is it? Hang on a second. Hold on. <laughs> Let's just back up a second. Okay. The, the turkey's hitchhike. The, the demonic turkey has killed the dog. Yes. Uh, I, I think it took out one of the eyes of the dog's owner. Uh, I think he got some, yeah, he got yeah. a little uh, shrapnel of, of some And kind. he's hitchhiking because, I don't know. And the, the guy pulls over and he leans out and says, ass, gas, or grass. <laughs> and the turkey says, well, I don't have any grass, so I guess I'll go for ass. <laughs> And the guy leans over, like, zip down his fly, like, yeah, let's get this thing going. Right. And then the turkey pulls a shotgun. Yeah. Where the fuck did he get a shotgun from? Ah, and that's not the first time that shotgun shows up. And no. here's what I love about that well, scene. Well, that's what okay, like, go ahead. You can do it. I'll I got to say it. it. The, shot, the, turkey, the guy's like, the turkey puts a shotgun to the guy's throat. And he's like, hold on, hold on. I, I've got a daughter. Uh, please, turkey, I have a daughter. The turkey says, call her. <laughs> <laughs> he calls his daughter and says, I'll be home for Thanksgiving, sweetie, yeah. And before he finishes the call, the turkey kills him. Blows his fucking him. head off. I'm like, am I watching like a David Lynch 1950s noir film, or is this a sh- crappy film about a killer thir- turkey? What the <laughs> fuck's going on here? Am I... <laughs> uh. like at some point, this film crossed gears with Wild at Heart, and I'm watching a different film. <laughs> <laughs> Caller. <laughs> But the minute the turkey's like, and, call her. And then he steals like, his car and drives it. Now here's, well, all right, forget that. Here, when the turkey said, call her, I knew it wasn't going to end well. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great film to be high or drunk to. The only thing worse, well, I, I had one advantage. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, 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 even better than that is later, the turkey's stalking these kids 
after like the turkey like they terrorized. break they break down and that's when he starts stalking them he uh right. he's in the woods right. exactly so he starts stalking after them yep. so later he tracks down the first woman the slut at his house when she's being banged by some guy the turkey kills the guy and then starts fucking her from behind <laughs> and he's like oh yeah oh yeah, uh, yeah. exactly uh, as, as as vulgar as a teenager would make it oh yeah oh uh. and then at the end when he's finished he goes you've been stuffed you just got <laughs> stuffed <laughs> and then bites her in the back of the neck which i'm assuming severs her spine but they don't have the budget to show any of that she just right. falls limp and is now, dead here, here's the thing when during the whole turkey sex scene I thought it couldn't get better until he said, you just got stuffed. Then it got better. <laughs> it certainly got better. Uh, and he just keeps <laughs> tracking them down one by one. <laughs> he now, goes to now, the, the kid, the star quarterback, or the backup to the star quarterback's uh, father's house, <laughs> who's disappointed in his son because he feels that he's a failure. And then when the son tells him that he be, he is the star quarterback, he's like, oh, yeah, I couldn't be more proud of you. I love you, Dad. I love you, son. <laughs> then the turkey no, no, no. steps in and cuts his head off right in front of him. <laughs> With a fucking Bowie knife. <laughs> and th throws it at him like a football. <laughs> What does it say? Like, like heads up, son, or a uh, good kid? I forget. It was it's something like war. that, yeah. <laughs> I, I love the credits. Uh, the credits are playing right in front of me. They actually, like, the key grip. You had a key fucking grip. Really? Yeah. <laughs> There's no union on your job. You didn't have a key grip. Your friend carried shit. Shut up. Stop that. They looked at all the, the things that uh, that normal movies have. And they were like, oh, key grip. Oh, yeah, we know what, what that is. Yeah, you could be the key grip. You'll get a credit on our movie. No fucking way you had a gaffer. Shut the fuck up. Which, which is interesting because I was trying to figure out a way to watch this thing. And I'm like, it's got to be like streaming free. Or not free, but it's got to be streaming without any cost other than my membership to Netflix and Amazon. Amazon does. Uh, Netflix didn't have it. I'm like, all right, uh, maybe I'll watch it on, on Amazon. Amazon wanted three dollars and i'm like well, fuck no so then i go on youtube i'm like okay maybe this film will be the full movie will be uploaded there uh youtube wanted like four or five dollars and i'm like are you fucking kidding me they couldn't get distribution for the film so they had to sell it on amazon they had to sell the dvd on amazon they couldn't get dis any no distributors even after birdemic no distributors were carried this film. Right. So they had to sell it on Amazon, and I think they, they sold a, a thousand DVDs on Amazon before someone picked them up. And then they got on, like, pay Amazon, you know, pay. Right. And YouTube. as a matter of fact, when the trailer was on, nobody could see it because your video is in, in front of the right hand corner. Yeah, that's right. Fuck y'all. It had a Warner Brothers symbol in the bottom right hand corner. So I oh. have a feeling that when we upload this, we're going to get flagged by Warner Brothers. Fuck Warner Brothers. <laughs> so when the uh, when the daughter calls him to say, "Hey, we're a couple hours away," and he says, "Oh, good, you make it to that uh, whatever dinner tonight." Right. Oh, and she's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah." They get their vehicle breaks down. They run in with this turkey. They sleep out in the woods, Hold and on. then the next day, the <laughs> father asks her if she can go to that dinner. Hang on. Hang Which on. already Hang on. happened the day before, according to the script. 
Hold on, my favorite part of the film. Oh, the yeah. Turkey, the turkey shows up at the father's house. Yeah, this is... Ahead was, of them. I actually was the laughing. Fa- the, the father's dressed as the turkey. He brings the turkey in. There's like a five-minute scene where they're talking over the dinner table. Yeah. And, and you almost think the father's going to get away because they're kind of having fun talking. <laughs> yeah, well, because the turkey at one point goes, you know, this is this kind of awkward. I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, but he ends, up, he ends up killing the father, so he take, he peels the father's face off, sews it into a father mask, well, the, and, the, the and one... then he pulls the kids into thinking he's the girl's father for like a good ten minutes. Because <laughs> 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 when they're at the they were at the dinner table and the and the turkey, he says "fuck," and the father's like, "What did you say?" And then he just goes on a, a swearing tangent. About why he could say fuck. He's like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> you could <can> say fuck. <laughs> but yeah, he cuts the father's face off and wears it. He's two Wait, feet on. tall. He's two feet tall. And these college students don't know it's a turkey. Because he even tells the them that. He's like, like, man, you fucking, you, you kids are stupid. <laughs> There's a, what part of the conversation between the father and the turkey where the father's like, I, I'm not concerned about the fuck. As much as I'm concerned about the age of the fuck, and Drake's like, as I'm 505 years old. Father's like, yeah, fuck All it. All right, fuck it. And then at one point in the in the in, in the last half hour of the film. They conquer the turkey, but he gets exposed to nuclear waste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the age of the turkey is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think that the age of the turkey, just simple math off the top of my head, I think they're off about 100 years uh, on, the, on the age of the turkey as well. Um, the film is supposed to take place 1621. Let's do some simple math. 1621 plus 505 would mean that the film would be taking place in the year 2126. You're ruining it for me. I'm sorry. Ah, but if we do the year that the film came out, 200, 2009 minus 505, 1504, which is what they say that in the film that it takes place in the 1500s, but their opening credits say 1621. So. Now, the only reason why that's wrong, because you could say, oh, okay, maybe the turkey's been around for, you know, 90 years or so. No. They specifically said that he was necromanced at that point in time. So, they just, their dialogue is totally wrong. Which I'm not surprised by given the quality of the movie. Uh, I'm going to flash back to our talk about Christopher Guest. Oh, okay. Um, um, I I got a text message on my phone that said, if you're talking about Michael McKean, yes, he was Martin Tupper's new boss on Dream On. I wasn't talking about Michael McKean, but both those shows did show in the same time period, so I... (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And... (laughs) <laughs> now, I, I now uh, Gino Cuddy, who's the person that recommended BC Rock to us. Yes. Um. Uh, we we have a, a direct connection to him. He, he messages I, us quite he, often. He's binging and, uh, through Facebook. He should be using the uh, the live stream 
chat because yeah. I, I don't now, check Facebook when we do the show. Now, if you, now, Gino, if you're still listening, I haven't turned us off and discussed right now. Please, <laughs> please take the. I, I want to bring up the uh, Mystery Excuse Science me. Theater three thousand. You yes. know that you should be familiar with that show. You're not talking uh, they to me, had are you? One movie that they ever had the filmmakers actually ask them to do an episode of it was Time Chasers. Oh yes. Which I believe they're going to be using for the MST3K reunion riff tracks at the end of this month. Do you have tickets and for that? What? Could you get tickets to that? Is it even I'm in this general area? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to. I, 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 this month's been rough. Where, where's uh, the <laughs> it, Where is the reunion? Is it around this area? Well, it, it's it's um it's through uh, the Phantom oh, Cinemas or whatever. That's so, right. Yeah. Okay, so you watch it in a, a, a theater that's streaming it's, it live. Exactly. Got it. Um. Uh. The, and, and Time Chase is one of those films where the, the, the people that made the film contacted MST3K and said, please, show our film. Hmm. And like, we know your show, we love your show, we want you to show our movie. And they did, and after they did it, they were upset. <laughs> because they made fun of the film. What, and, what were and they like, thinking? Well, you knew, you knew what we were going to do. So, Gino, listening, if you're listening to the show right now, uh, I've gotten some of your messages over the pat over the past hour or so. Do not take it personally. We review bad movies, and you ask us to review a film. You've got to expect <laughs> that we <laughs> might consider it a bad movie. So please, don't take it personally. And that's the one thing too with movie reviews. I mean, you know, when we did Am- when we did a uh, uh, fucking what was that shitty film? Um, Rotor. No, no, no. The um, was it a request? No, no. We saw it in the theater, 3D. Uh, Avatar? Avatar, that was it. Okay. We saw Avatar. I had people, like, like I had I got the most vile responses to that film before we slammed it, when I just said, you know what, maybe it wasn't that good. And people just got violently angry about well, it. Well, I think one of the biggest faux pas that you made was that you said the director was Ridley Scott. All right. I mean, one mistake you, in a quick but the, review. But here's the here's the only problem with that. By getting the director, but that's not why they. That's no, not no, 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 no. I I understand that. But the the reason why you got as much backlash as you did was because you got something wrong about who made the thing, film, not anything got, wrong about the quality of the I got film. One thing wrong about I got I I mean one error typing it quickly, and it wasn't even a broad post. And I had people like saying, "Oh, you, what are you jerking off on the keyboard every day?" So what the fuck, you asshole? Really? I don't like your film. And I didn't even say it was bad. I just said maybe it wasn't as good enough. So th- and that's when we had the second reviewers like, "You know what? Fuck all of you. It was a piece of shit, and you should all suck cock for what liking it." That's you know that's all I said. And what's so, amazing uh, is if you look back now, the film is not highly regarded at all. It shouldn't be because it's a piece of shit, like Titanic. You. You talk about Titanic now, it's a bad fucking movie. Yes, There's yeah. no way to avoid it. It's a bad fucking movie. That movie broke lots of records. It Peace still has like the, the the total domestic box office. I don't think anything's ever going to come close right. to beating it. Well, so what I'm getting at is when it comes to reviewing films, people take it personally. And you can't. And that's what that's why one of the big taglines of our show is you can like it, but that doesn't make it good. That's right. And, and 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 that's why I always say, hey, one of my favorite films of all time is Ernest Goes to Jail. I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane. You know, you gotta fuck it. You you have to take a step back 
and realize just because you like something, you can like something. Look at look at your family. Look at your, look at all your family. There's at least one person in your family that that is a complete fucking waste of skin, but you still like them. You shouldn't. They're <laughs> no, not a good of course, person. Of course. But not. you like them anyway. You know why? Because they're family, and you can't even you can't you can't help it. It's the same way with movies. You grow up with a film. You see a film at a certain time. It touches you in a certain way. You years later you watch it. Wow, that's a piece of shit. But you still like it. Don't take it personally. You can't. You can't. Because that way leads madness. Madness. Exactly. And that's why we review films that we like and we still consider them bad movies. That's right. So so Gino and anybody else listening, if we've ever reviewed a film that you liked, I'm gonna tell a quick story, like a minute tops. Uh, Stacy, who I used to be with for for a couple of years, we, we went to her for a friend's house and we're playing cards. Okay. And I don't play cards well. I, I love this story, by the way. What? I love this story, by the way. <laughs> we're playing cards, and we're talking while we're playing cards. And who cares about that? And someone mentions movies, and movies come up. And someone mentions, uh, I forget how it came up, but um, Van, Van Helsing, Helsing comes up. <laughs> right, the film Van Helsing. So I go into my little rant about Van Helsing, because I hate that fucking film with a passion. That film brings my bile up. That film makes me want to, like, you know, kill Christ. That's a bad fucking movie. Terrible And I'm, movie. so I'm talking about how bad it is, and, like, uh, I just go into this little rant. I can't help it. And, you know, we're all playing cards, so this is my turn. I'm going to do my little humorous thing where I tear apart a film and talk about the swinging and this and that. And I'm just, like, spend a good, solid two or three minutes just tearing Van Helsing apart. And then there's silence. And then the, the wife of the guy whose house we're at uh, just, like, just doesn't even look at me. just says... I love that movie. <laughs> and there's like, there's another pause of silence, and I'm like, well, I fucked this this evening up. And then I said like, well, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take it personally. No, certainly not. Because if you made the film, you still can't take it personally. Kevin Smith didn't learn that lesson. M. Night Shyamalan didn't learn that. Although, I think he's learned it now. No, he hasn't. Kevin Smith. I really do. No, he really hasn't. He really hasn't. Uh, He he can't take the shit personally. It's once... It's just... That's the the whole point of art. You release it, and then other people have their opinions on it, and then that's the way it is. So don't... If you hear us trash a film that you really like, or you grew up with it as a childhood, or you think it's clever, and we're like, yeah, it's fucking stupid, we hated that shit, and what the fuck's with that character anyway, and who wrote this shit, a bunch of monkeys? Ignore, don't give a shit, enjoy the show. <laughs> that, that's all we can ask for, truly. Because, because really, who the fuck are we? We're not you. If we were, then we'd agree with everything you said. That's right. And I've never met anybody I agree with everything they said. Even Joey and I, uh, we have differences. Um, uh, Fifth Element, for example. Fifth that Element. That's uh, I believe was requested. Was it good? We should review that because that's somebody named shit. Stinky Pete. That's a horrible fucking film. <laughs> I I wouldn't mind reviewing that. Of course you're not, because you liked it. I did like it. Yeah, there you go. See, you can't take it personally. And if I can criticize Joey's films without him taking a swing at me, we're good. Okay. So. Take it all with a grain of salt because this isn't this isn't uh, the Academy Awards. This is us. This is entertainment. This is us talking about films that we think are stupid or silly, and half the time we end up talking about other shit otherwise. So, 
Yeah. So we Seriously. we should. I um, hey, I'm on board. I agree. I just want to put that out there. No hard feelings to anybody. And and I, I also, if we have another listener appreciation, I don't want people to say, "Well, I'm not going to recommend this film because they're going to tear it apart." Of course, we're going to fucking say shit about it. <laughs> but we might also enjoy it too. Again, thanks, Killing. I'm not saying that's a good film. No. That's a horrible film. It's a horrible but movie. There's, but there are certain elements in the fact that it's tongue in cheek. And, and that's the weird thing. Take Thanksgiving, which took, like cost like three thousand dollars to make, yeah. And it was done by a high school student, a college student, sorry. And but but the fact that they were able to put something out there that at least had a a, 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 a self relevant humor, whereas BC Rock, which were review, which reviewed a different way, because that's something an, a, a studio sent out. And that was animated in like in four different countries. They farmed out different animations, saying, "Hey, take that that painfully slow single cell animation thing we still have because we haven't mastered computers yet, and use that to create these this long animated feature, but we don't really have anything to go in it besides a couple of lines and a very vague plot." And it shows. And the fact that all that time and effort was put into a film that had nothing really thoughtful behind it, mm-hmm. and yet. You may enjoy it. You may have saw it a certain time. Great, you like it. Great, you don't. You're not allowed not to like it. When a critic says it sucks, that doesn't mean you can't like it. Ignore those fuckers. We never say you can't like a film. I'll, I will say that you're wrong for it, but still, you're, ignore me. I'm an asshole. Here's the hitchhiker <laughs> so, scene. So yeah, what? <laughs> the hitchhiker scene is on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, call her. <laughs> I'm in. That's it. I'm should, sold. Should I play the I'm audio sold. for it? This film's on my hard drive for life. That's it. Okay, I'm not, I'm not gone. It's not for but, you. Or anyone else for that matter. Oh, oh, please, mister. Please. I have a daughter. Call her. <laughs> Call her. Wait for it. Even the song is awful. Uh, hi, honey. It's daddy. Yeah, sweetie, I'll be home real soon. Sweetie, please give mommy a kiss and and tell her that I'm... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And they have a shot that must have been by accident of a a sheep sticking its head up. (laughs) And it just looks up after the shot and then just puts its head back down and continues to eat grass. Even better. The, the sheep lift their heads up and like the turkey like almost looks at them and then they put their heads down like all right we didn't see anything <laughs> that's fucking mastery right there <laughs> but yeah um that's that's uh. so i mean it's it's all with a great assault people so please if you know we're, you know we're not I i was about to say we're not trying to offend anybody but that's wrong because occasionally i do try to offend people sure. and and yeah, and, and that's on that's purpose. Okay. I do apologize. That is fine. And so, I really don't. So we should, bring, uh, we should bring Thanksgiving full circle here. Because the only way that they can kill this turkey is to take the talisman that it wears around its neck. Because uh-huh. once that happens, it loses its invincibility. Right. So they actually achieve that. And they, they go to the... Well, the reason why they go to the father's house is because the, all the libraries are closed. And they figure, oh, we're just going to, you know, look this up at the library because it'll be in a book somewhere. 
instead of trying to find out on the internet, but whatever, it's fine. So they said, oh, my father has a pretty large book collection. Let's go there. I'm sure he has a book on this Thanksgiving, you know, killer turkey. So they go to the house, and that's when the father has already been killed, and the turkey's wearing the father's face. <laughs> and then they're just, they're like, oh, hey, Mr., you know, whatever your name is, uh, it's good to see you. Oh, good to see you too, kids. Come on in. <laughs> and they're like, oh, we uh, can we go to where the garage is? He's like, uh, can you remind me where the garage is? It's like, what? <laughs> you own this house, right? And she's like, oh, Dad. <laughs> she's the one that asks where the garage is. This is the house she grew up in. <laughs> you dumb fucking moron. And Why he's like, uh, can you remind you? me where the garage is? Because obviously neither of, us, neither of us know where this garage is. It's usually attached to the house... Or next to it in some way. <laughs> so they go through all the books and they find a book on, specifically on, uh, written by, I guess, Cherokee Indians or something, uh, how to kill this turkey. And there's this whole section that's encrypted with numbers and, and letters of all different kinds. Um, not hieroglyphics or anything. They were you know, working in numbers. Um, but they find the one nerdy kid cracks the code on how to kill this thing and he figures out that they got to take the talisman and then re recite some shit from uh, this book um, backwards and then they can kill uh -huh. it. But it has to be by fire which they don't achieve. He falls in toxic waste and reanimates. Right. Which, okay. But then there's the, the heartfelt scene where the one guy dies and the nerdy guy's like you're my best friend i mean that scene goes on for like three four minutes oh, it's a long scene oh here's the turkey <laughs> with a bowie knife cuts his father's head off <laughs> in, in in the credits after they have key grip uh, they have uh key hair and key makeup so you know you're just fucking playing with me <laughs> I, everything after that should have had key before it. Key production designer, key yeah. sound mixer, key boom operator. Come on, stop it. I love it when the turkey steal the father's cigar. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's driving away, going, "No, turkey, fuck, Bob and Dad, I'm gonna kill that fucking turkey." It's like he was right there. <laughs> How come no one can kill this? It's a fucking turkey. It's not like he has superhuman strength. They don't really go into that. But anyway, to, br the... to bring it full circle, they actually do kill the turkey somewhat. And uh, they basically all get picked off one by one. Now, now, in case you were, you were wondering, yes, one of the actors in the film is from the band Overrated. And yes, one of the songs in the film is from the band Overrated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I knew we were all thinking that. I know. We were I, just I all, like, we were all wondering. You yeah. know, I, I know that guy from somewhere. Yes, it's from the band Overrated. <laughs> I, you know, I was I was trying to pinpoint it the whole time I was watching. I really wasn't. <laughs> so we should go ahead and rate this film. I'd oh, we should. I'd, I'd love I'm, to see I'm, the demographics. I'm just double on checking this. the credits to make sure to see if it says that no turkeys were killed during the making of it. So you, if, um, if they put that, you know it's because they're fucking with us. I'm going to pause that for, for sure. a second. All right, so let me go to Thanksgiving. Right now, it's currently four. Right now, Thanksgiving is lower than BC Rock. 
Yes. It has more uh, uh, votes, though. Has more votes, though, which is not a good thing. No. All right. Meaning so, more people saw this film than BC Rock. But but more people didn't like this film. Correct. Uh, now, what, now, now, you mentioned before we started rolling, there is a Thanksgiving 3. Yeah, they went from Thanksgiving to Thanksgiving 3, which I believe was released it, and they, so three it's the years only later. Film to, to, to skip its own sequel. <laughs> and I think that's brilliant because no one else has ever done that before. Uh, They're the first ones the, to ever do that. The only thing that I think has ever come close to doing that as a joke was the Naked Gun when they made the Naked Gun two and a half. Yeah, but that was and then they did thirty three and a third. But still, it was still two though. I mean, uh, yes, but yeah. it was like this sequel is so big we have to add another half to it. Here's the difference though: when you see that there's a Naked Gun two, two and a half, you're like, okay, that's part two. When you see there's a Thanks Killing three, you have to look it up to make sure there's no two. Which I did. And I assumed I, I assumed that there was a two, and you corrected me saying no, they just didn't no. bother to make a two. Yeah, I, I, you have to actually check that. That's twenty, naked gun two and a half. You know, thanks killing three. Yeah, let me check that to see if there was a two. No, there wasn't. Okay, I'm making sure. <laughs> um, so thanks killing. Uh, right now it's at four point three. What would you like to rate this, sir? Uh... See, I like this more than BC Rock, so I think I, 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 I can't give it a three, but I can't go higher than a four. I would agree. Four it is, right? Three. Yes. Okay, four it is at 2,700 votes. Wow. Okay, demographics, uh, 17% gave it a 10, and then 21% gave it a one, and everybody else is in the middle. So this is a definite horseshoe. Uh, not even, Not even because there's a sharp drop between 10 and 9. <laughs> uh, okay, lowest demographic. Females under 18 who shouldn't be watching this film, by the way. Uh one child uh, one child under 18 watched this female under 18 watched this film and she gave it a 1. Wow. And you know, I don't blame her. No. Can't blame. Okay. Her. That's you know, the lowest it's demographic. It's funny. It, one, the, the Thanksgiving 3, it says warning, boobs in the first second. This <laughs> but they didn't give a warning for this one. They uh, so, demographics: one underage girl gave it a one. Uh huh. That's fair. After that, the highest demographic is four point five. With wow, that's weird. Highest demographic is four point five with female. No, that, I'm I'm just drunk. That's males age thirty to forty four. So mm. our demographic gave it the highest rating, four point five. <laughs> if you ignore the un one underage girl that should have seen this film anyway, the lowest demographic. Uh, is 3.9 females 18 to 29. Uh-huh. Which is uh, your wife's age, right? No. No. Oh, no. you're not that much of a cradle robber. Okay. At She's a bit old. At, at the time, I guess you could say that. Uh, yeah, so she's the same demographic, roughly. Mm. Okay, yeah, but, you know, except for that one girl. Uh, no IMDb staff has rated this one either. So this is an IMDb staff-free episode of Movie Sucktastic. <laughs> Not a single one. Yeah. <sighs> okay. So I think it's that time. I think it's that time. Now, we do have voicemail. Yes, we do. From Gino. Yes, we do. Of course we do. Of course we do. <laughs> he seems like he's the only one calling lately. 
So I think everybody else is afraid of us. I think you're right. I, I think so. It's probably me. It's not you. It's it, probably me. It could be you, but no. Yeah. It, this is it's a group. Uh, it's a group effort here. No, it, it, it's me. It's me. I'm not, I'm holding uh, back. I know. It's okay. All right. So let's go ahead and we'll play this. Let's go ahead and do that. Play. Ooh, what am I going to play with? There we go. Now, well, before you play it, before you play it. Hold on. Did you play it? It's paused. It's paused. Okay, I just want to say real quick. Normally, Joe with movie Sucktastic, Joey is production. Yeah. I'm the loudmouth idiot that comes on and talks for an hour and a half. Joey does all the work. He right. posts the show to the iTunes. He posts the show to the blog. He updates the uh, website. He does all the real smart stuff behind it. I'm the idiot that comes out and spouts my opinion and goes and like plays video games for a couple hours afterwards. Yeah. So I, I get my uh, I get my my stuff in there. But you know, but what I'm saying is that Joey gets the voicemails. I get a notification. There's a voicemail, but I don't listen to it. Joey listens to them. And he sets it all up, and he plays it on the show. Yeah. So, unless it's like a like a like a death threat, which I'll listen to right away, I normally don't hear these until we play them on the show. That's right. That's all I really just wanted to get that out of the way. So I really I go into these blind, unless Joey's like, oh, your family's involved. You really need to listen to this. Other than that, <laughs> I I don't care. Well, the thing so, is too, I have to listen to it because I have to record it because exactly. it comes in through Skype. So, very so, rarely will I start playing the audio and then take the headphones off. Um, although sometimes I, I don't pay attention to them because I don't want I kind of want it to be like surprise uh, as well. So these are Joey approved and not Scott cleared. Gah. That's all I want to say. Sure, that that works. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm born ready. Hey guys, it's uh, Gino Cuddy calling in. Um, I just wanted to uh, let you guys know. Um, I wanted to let you guys know how much you mean to me. Hell. All right. Now the thing is, is I'm going through a bit of a rough patch right now. Oh, no. Um, I just lost a couple of very inspirational life coaches oh, no. uh, due to uh, greed in the public school system. Uh, they no longer wanted to supply me with those services, so. Now, uh, now I don't have that father figure in my life. It's been rough. It's been rough. But I wanted to let you guys know how much you guys mean to me because you guys have been inspirational to me as well. I mean, you guys may live. Paused. And we just tore the shit out of the film he recommended. Okay. (laughs) We. uh, Continue. Oh, okay. I think you guys live in New Jersey. Yeah, we do. But you mean a God lot helps. to me. You guys do a lot for me um, just by you guys showing up on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock because it's escapism. Movie Sucktastic for me is escapism. You guys are hilarious, and you guys talk about film. That's the two best things in the world, comedy and cinema. And you can't get it anywhere else but Movie Sucktastic. Um, I wanted to uh, also let you guys know that you guys are like father figures to me. Oh. You know, without you guys, I don't know where I'd be. You know, from Scott's, I guess, gentle assness, gentle maybe, ass. to right, Joey's pause. more calm, cool, and collected, except for when there's Italian stereotype. Uh-huh. I'm calm, cool, and collected, you have a gentle ass. I, I, I do have a gentle ass. <laughs> <sighs> what? Why didn't you play this before we reviewed PC Rock? 
Why couldn't you play this before we reviewed BC Rock? Because then I'd be like, no, 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 dude. Stop, stop. The review would have came out the same way. It might have come out worse. Dude, he said father figure. And I'm like, I know. Oh, and, and thank I you for, for, for... I just tore apart that film you like, by the way. And thanks for doing that on the eve of my the last day that I'll be in my 30s, okay? Oh. So if I didn't feel old <laughs> yet, I feel old now. Dude, you're a father, at least. You know what I, I mean? I, I am. Yeah, the closest I get is father figure. And I just fucking... <laughs> I just fuck that in the ass. Continue. Let's continue. <laughs> in the film, way of handling... Scott's like off the rails, like nut farm attitude. Um, what? But in all seriousness, you guys are wonderful. Um, I can't wait to meet you guys and, you. and tell you my life story and let oh. you guys know where I come from. You know, and maybe establish like a lifelong friendship, maybe see each other once in a while. Um, and I also wanted to uh, send you guys a couple of uh, film ideas. I know that you guys are reviewing uh, BC Rock tonight. Yes. Uh, and uh, I know it's bothering you about that, so I'll, I'll let it breathe for a little while. But if you guys ever get the chance, I'd love you to check out uh, two of my favorite films from my childhood. Uh, DuckTales, the movie, Treasure of the Lost Lamb. DuckTales. And uh, the 1939 Gulliver's Travels. Now, that might actually be one of the oldest films you guys have ever reviewed, besides the Bella Lugosi stuff. Um, but if uh, you guys do want to doing Gulliver, I'd like to join you for that one because I know quite a bit about that film, and I have a Facebook page dedicated to it that has over 700 or so likes and counting. That's impressive. Um, so yeah, like if you guys want to do any of those films? That's great. Um, but again, you guys are my rock right now. Oh God, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> We just got done tearing apart one of his favorite childhood films. It was like, That's right. hey, and hey guys, we're actually some other films I love that you guys might want to tear apart and like say shit about. Which oh, out of, God, I, no. And he'll yeah, say stop. he'll say no. Uh, I'll say out of respect, we won't review those. <laughs> I'm going to say and, that. And, and he'll I, say I, no, go ahead, I can take it. Well, but... Right, hold on. <laughs> 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 It was like probably one of our most rabid fans. It was like it just like destroyed him in an episode. And at the same time, he's like, "Yeah, you guys are got your father figures to me, and I I, look, I idolize you as gods and all." And it's like, "Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> God damn it!" <laughs> um, um to, uh, all I'm gonna say it. We'll, we'll finish the uh, song. Uh, we'll yeah. finish the, the like audio. Minute, all min, say minute and a half left I'll, of the audio. I will look into the 1939 version of Gulliver's Travels and have which I, it, which I have. I have that. Do you? I'm a Fleischer fan. I love Fleischer stuff. Because oh, I'm familiar with the original text, so that would be an interesting episode. And I'd I love also, to have. I there. also have the original text, and I have read the original right. text. You've read the original text. Yes, text. Text. I have. So, so you're familiar with the 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 the, the horses. The ho- yes. You are. I am. What are they called? Weren't they called cocks? Excuse me? Am I thinking of something else? You're thinking of something totally different. Then, the, I, the, then I'm not familiar with that. Right. Okay. Like I was saying, oh. I'm familiar with the text. Uh, <laughs> uh. That that might be an interesting episode. And, and I'm, I'm going to have to reread the, the text. Yeah. 
Re reread, yes, definitely, yeah. Um, don't don't read the one for kids with little pictures. Look at like the original text. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, but I'm saying that is a possibility that I would be looking towards because I think. Yeah, be I don't think I don't think we'll do Ducktales. No, no. Not, not... I, I honestly, Gino, I'll tell you right up front. There's no fucking way. Uh, but <laughs> but I, I'll be blunt. But the uh, the the Gulliver's Travels 1939, that sounds like an idea. I'm gonna look into it, and we'll see if we can make that happen. Definitely. Sure. Okay. Because uh, I think there's a lot of different angles we can come out with that. Uh, but please finish put, finish the uh, poem. The, my only reason for living right now was movie sarcastic <laughs> on Thursday nights at eight. That's why I was really really bummed last week when you guys didn't record because uh, oh. I was I really hit a low point that that oh. week. That was Scott's and, fault. Um, Not mine. You guys will never know how much you mean to me. Oh, Joey, Jesus you're Christ. a fabulous dad. I wish I had you as a father instead of a father I had. Ah! Because uh, at least you have sense in your head not to know to abuse your body the way my father did. Oh, God, please. You, stop. you guys are, are fabulous. Scott will make a good father someday. Ah! Um, <laughs> did you hear me laughing? And... The engagement, too. <laughs> Wait, hold uh, on. Scott. Hold on. L- l- uh, listen can't wait for to it. Meet you in August, uh, both of you. Joey, keep us. Listen Scott will make a good father someday. <laughs> um, and uh, congrats on uh, the engagement, too. Thank you, uh, Scott. Yeah, thank you, uh, Can't wait to meet you in August, uh, both of you. Joey, keep on doing what you're doing, man. Keep being the great father you are. Don't end up like my dad. Oh. All right? He drank and he smoked, and now he's dead. I've had a father figure since I was six. The only one that I had was Cosby and uh, a couple of other people oh, in my life. Uh, I don't know if I can compete with Cosby. I love you guys. Hang tight. Gino Cody signing off. And I'm doing the whole episode drunk. Oh, fuck me. Uh, <laughs> fuck me. You're soused, sir. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Oh. God damn it. Is it too late to adopt Gino? Is, is it too late to just like... I don't think I can. He's of legal age. I think that's possible. Oh, fuck. I don't have any there's room just, there's in the house, unfortunately. Um, way to bring the show down, Joey. I didn't do uh, it. <laughs> fuck. Damn you, Gino. All right. Uh... Let me just say right up front, if, if there are any listeners of the show that feel half as much about us as Gino does, I'm sorry. <laughs> I do apologize. <laughs> yes, and you know, uh, drunk apologies are the most sincere. What? Drunk apologies are the most sincere. Yeah, they're really not, but I'll go with that. They're the most honest. Oh, shit. Fuck you. See, see what I mean? You, gen- you, you genuinely meant that. <laughs> Gino, Gino, Gino. If you love me, prove yes. it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. Prove it. And to know what that means, you have to listen to our Oscar episode, episode number. What? The one where you got drunk? No, no, the other one. Yeah, that one. Yeah, sixty-three. Yeah, there you go. I think it's 63. It's either 61, 62, 63. It's in that range. The, the Oscar episode within that range. It's yeah. a million episodes ago at this point. Oh, Jesus. Fuck. 
Wow. All right. So I think we're done. Oh, yeah. Here comes the out music. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Here Especially Gino. Especially Gino. Uh, All of you that decide to listen to us uh, after the fact, out in iTunes or on our website, that you don't chime in, that's fine. We just love the fact that you listen. Because um, you guys do do that. I know you're busy, but if you have time, please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can actually uh, request some, or you can suggest some films for us to review during this listener appreciation uh, month that we got going. Even at any time. I'll probably keep that on the website permanently. Yeah. Um, So, because we'll always take them into consideration. Oh, yes. Um, So, but anyway, go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. And you can download all the shows there. They are all linked there. You can listen to all the shows right from our player that's built into the website. And built right in. you can watch us live right from the website as well. Every Thursday at 8 p.m. You can also go to livestream.com slash moviesucktastic. But you know what? Go to our website instead. It's better. Mm-hmm. Or, or, or use our app. Oh, well, that's at the end. I haven't got there yet. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Come on, man. Uh, you can go to iTunes, and you can get our show there as well. You can also listen to it directly from iTunes as, as, as well. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. Everything we post goes there from everything from trailers, like the new Rob Zombie trailer that looks like utter horseshit. That doesn't look too bad. Come on, dude. It's got clowns. Yeah. Have you seen Lords of, Lords of Salem yet? Yeah, and I'm sure it's not going to be much better. No, it's got to be fucking. It's got to be fucking better than Lords of Goddamn Salem. Okay, all right. I'm not going to see it in a theater. I'll wait. Anyway, Halloween Two was better than Lords of Salem. Uh, yeah, no argument there. Uh, you can also go you to our seen Tumblr. It yet. I know I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure there's no argument. Good. Good. Um, you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You oh, can, yeah. yeah, you can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. If you want to email us, you can email us. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can fill the format right on the website. It's so easy. You just go Very to the website easy. and it just comes right to us. So fucking easy. But if you wanted to, you know, just type it in yourself. There you go. The Movie Guys at MovieSucktastic.com. Google too. Yeah. Uh, you can get the free app uh, for your Android device, phone, tablet, whatever you're using. And it's 100% free. You can listen to the show live. You can play the shows right from the iTunes feed. You can look at user images and poster art and our Twitter account. It's just all there in one ni- nice, tidy little package. It's one amazingly... Mm-hmm fucking tidy package it's tidy yes very nice this is nice uh, <laughs> uh and then finally uh you can do a search for us with your favorite search engine scott likes google bullet wow that that was delayed music is fading what? out we're getting really bad at this lately yeah i blame <laughs> you don't blame me you're watching or downloading someone, or someone is downloading something, because your feed nope, sucks not, ass I don't right wait, now. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, don't 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 pull that shit with me. The show's almost over. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, that about does it. Scott, do you have any words of wisdom? Gobble gobble, motherfucker. 
<laughs> gobble, gobble, motherfucker. Oh, my God. It's so good. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Fuck yeah. Bye-bye.